0: Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at FitBod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot slash Zabe. Today on the ZabeCast, it's the eternal draft day question. Stand firm with a high pick or accept a haul of picks to slide back. Oh, I got my thoughts and my guest and Uber Skins fan wanna count Rhodes has his. The XFL is like totally broke and Bob Stoops is out a lot of cash. I too am sick of the plans on restarting sports and some old ladies are just tough as nails. Your daily Kickstarter of uncensored me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Tuesday, April 14, 2020. Thank you for joining me and good morning, my Horse neighbors. City. Life real life. A thing that we have been denied for far too long. Good morning, my neighbors. Hey, fuck you. Yes. Yes. Fuck you too. There you go. Day 34 of no sports, Madden apocalypse and no Definitive end in sight, but that's all right. We will bust through this uncertainty like an Arctic ice breaking ship. We will plow our way through to the open oceans of sports again in all of their glory. And let me tell you, when they come back and they wash over us, we will be like Andy Dufresne with our face to the heavens and our hands to the sky and let the sports wash over us. It'll be glorious. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's gonna be a hell of a ride <coughs> until that time. But there's nothing you can do about it. So hang in there. Somebody said I am apocalyptomat apocaloptimist. Apocaloptimist. Somebody who knows it's all going to complete shit, but still thinks in the end things will turn out okay. Yeah, I guess that would be me. An apocalyptimist. So with that, let's begin. I rarely agree with Mike Wilbon, but you know what? Uh, Stop clock is is right twice a day. And I guess Wilbon is right once every five years. I agree with Wilbon saying he is sick and tired of all these floated plans to restart sports leagues until the world starts spinning on its somewhat semi-normal axis. Here he was on PTI just today.
1: Let's go back to baseball. Because the first thing I said...
0: Oh, darn it. I thought I had it buffered for you, but I didn't. This is what happens when I hot play video clips and my internet connection is not where it needs to be. It gets to be very frustrating. That's okay.
1: In my mouth was, you got to have a plan. All right? So that's not news either. Have a plan. Have
0: 50 plans. But they don't mount to a damn thing until the world takes a turn for the better. It doesn't matter what your
1: stupid plans are. Not any sport, not the NBA, not MLB, not playing in North Dakota. You can have a plan. It doesn't mean jack. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing about plans. Being like, Oh, how does this sound? It sounds like the stupid plan that's not going to be put into effect anytime <laughs> soon.
0: So I'm going to go back again on this same topic. You don't want to be caught without a plan if things get better. Nobody is saying that you're wrong. Nobody can play now. But if you are unaware and unprepared and suddenly it does turn, you have to have something. See, here's the thing. I don't think it's going to suddenly turn. It's going to gradually turn, and you're going to see it coming. And honestly, a plan, a plan doesn't take more than a week to put in place. And the plan will keep evolving as you go forward. There is plenty of time. If if a dream scenario is to play, uh, sports again in mid June, dream scenario, mid June. I think most fans and leagues would click their heels and delight at that. If that's your plan, there's so much time to get that up and running. you got to see what the world is looking like on May 1st. So kudos to Wilbon for that. I agree. Meanwhile, this is an airplane story about boarding. Take a listen. Oh, here we go.
1: The way passengers, Delta Airlines is temporarily changing the way passengers board its planes. Travelers whose seats are in the last row will board first, and then the process will make its way row by row to the front, with those passengers boarding last. Passengers will have to wait for their row number to be called. This change is so that people will interact less while getting to their seats. Customers in first or business class can still board whenever they want. They are being encouraged to wait for their row to be called, and there will still be pre-boarding processes for those who need extra time or assistance. Delta says the changes will stay in place until May 31st.
0: Now there was a tweet from that in which somebody said, "Of this highly logical and long overdue process and part of the is part of the new normal." I'm on board, haha, so to speak. Well, here's the thing, Mythbusters. Did a study in which what and I think airlines have done studies as well in which they say, all right well what is really the fastest way to board a plane? and believe it or not, last to first or last row first and then all the way up to the front is the slowest way to do it. I know it's counterintuitive. you think it would be the case. They studied so-called Wilma seating window, uh, middle, Aisle, W-M-A with the I and the L mixed in, Wilma, uh, because you don't want people in the aisle getting up, and then you clog up the aisle, and they, oh, I'm sitting in here, I'm inside, oh, hold on, I forgot something. They've tried that, and believe it or not, Just... the best way, shut up, Siri, god damn, enough of you already, pardon me for that. Anyway, uh, they said that the the basically the, the best way to board in terms of the fastest is Southwest no assigned seats sit, sit where you want people figure it out but the caveat is basically you're only shaving a couple of minutes of time off the boarding and as we all know from traveling boarding is only one part of it yeah you got to board and then okay now we can get ready to go you waste a lot of time sitting in line on the runway you waste a lot of time as the captain's going through his final check it's really three minutes not a big difference so From a standpoint of reducing the interaction between people during a pandemic, crossing each other, this does make sense, but it doesn't necessarily make it any faster. The XFL is so broke. They filed for Chapter 11 today, and I think that was a bit surprising. Some thought, well, okay, they've suspended the year. They have no plans to come back next year. But the Chapter 11 thing, I thought, caught people a little bit flat-footed. And to see the creditors that are owed money, most of the league's coaches, who are the highest-paid guys, including Bob Stoops at over a million dollars, are going to be like, uh, knock, knock, where's my money? Who knows who, though, is going to actually get paid from this. This is why there's lawyers when it comes to bankruptcy that know how to fight and maneuver and negotiate. Okay, I won't take the full amount. Give Give me 50%. Give me half of what I was going to get otherwise. Then there's this man. Oh, man. Gene Rayburn of the match game was either a soothsayer or I don't know what this video clip shook out on the internet today, and it's from the 70s. It looks authentic. It does not look doctored. And it's about Gene Rayburn. He the master of the match game and other game shows of the day with his long pencil thin microphone. Joking about meeting some members of the audience during a break. And take a listen to what he said. <laughs> you rascal. During the commercial break, we talked to the audience, and Richard and I were down there just doing a little kissing. And I want you to know that I just came back from mainland China, and they have viruses there you wouldn't believe. <laughs> You are all infected because I not only kissed you, I breathed on you. Holy shit! That is incredible. If it's real, and again, we're entering an age in which uh, facial speech and voice manipulation is getting more and more sophisticated, and I have no idea if it really is real. It's good, though. All right. This song is called James by Laid. Oh no, it's Laid by James, and it's the requested walk-up music of my boy, Wanna Count Rhodes. Johnny Rhodes here. There's your music, buddy. Laid by James literally a song and group i have never heard before no it's good though i like it johnny this is a great song cure, I where are these where are these lads from these blokes from i don't know come on i, I really don't i i have the google machine in front of me though um well, look it up Let's while we're see. talking here, listening to them. This song is from the American Pie soundtrack. Why? When I asked you, what do you want your walk-up music to be? Why'd you choose it?
1: It's uh, fun, a little bit naughty, and uh, <laughs> it's got uh, some uniqueness to it. They are uh, from Manchester, England. Manchester,
0: England. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're a couple of they're, they're six mangy blokes for sure. At least in this <laughs> picture I'm looking at. All right, good. yeah. I love it. I love being educated on new music. All right. So before we dig into the NFL draft, and apparently you and I are at opposite ends of the spectrum on what the skin should do at number two. But before we get into that, what amount of the Masters replay Sunday of Tigers win last year did you watch?
1: Uh, Every minute.
0: Okay. Did you notice anything different? Or did you (laughs) observe anything that you might have said, I forgot that from last year?
1: Well, you, you're only referring to the, cor- the uh, tournament and not what I pointed out to you, the, an intangible, right, about which, Tiger himself. Which was what? The awfully ridiculous died. LeBron, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> manicure, <laughs> facial hair. You're talking
0: about the goatee that he had when talking to Jimmy Nance via Skype or Zoom or FaceTime, whatever it was.
1: It was awful. Okay. I mean, so bad. But <laughs> What did I notice? Let me think. I Do you know how when you watch a, a final of something and then it all seems to go by so fast and then when you go back and look at it again, you're like, God, I don't even remember that. Right. Well, I, I don't remember, I did not re- realize how much last year was gifted to Tiger.
0: Oh, yeah. Es-
1: especially by a guy that made everything he looked at and seemingly struck most shots on the button. Four and even Tiger said it.
0: Four that, of the that, six contenders rinsed it at 12.
1: Yeah. Like Molinari, Tiger even said, it didn't sound like a mishit. Um, and if you've ever been to Augusta, which I've only been once, I spent a lot of time on that hole. Mm-hmm. And as little as it looks, as as harmless as it may seem on TV, not unlike Sawgrass in 17, yeah. the depth perception and the yardage calculations with the wind and everything on that right. hole, you can easily find the watery grave without mishitting it you know just by calculating it wrong okay i think that's what happened
0: fair enough it is a deadly little beautiful looking scorpion very Mm -hmm. small in size but can kill you which it did for four of the six guys it killed spieth a couple years ago as well now here's what i don't get there's a safe play on every golf hole yes except for 17 perhaps at sawgrass There's a safe play that takes double basically out of it. I don't know why anyone wouldn't fire it right at the center bunker and make sure on Sunday it's curling right to left, not left to right. In other words, if you hit a fade of any flavor into 12 on Sunday at the Masters, you're a fucking idiot if you ask me.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I thought about this last night as I was watching. It's sort of like throwing a wobbly football into the wind. Like, if I was in my practice round, I would ask my caddy to give me the exact number to the back fringe of the middle of the greens. Right. And that's my club.
0: Yeah, and, that, and what I, we, I what I do is I hit a a nice trapped draw right at the middle of the bunker. If I push it a bit, it'll draw into the bunker. Bunker, you can get up and down. Worst case is four. If you're over the bunker and through the green, you'll probably roll into that swale, and you can trundle it up with a putt and scrape your way to a four. No worse than that. And if you hook it, you could be facing a long putt from the meteor left side of the green. But so what? You're over. Yep. All the danger on 12. I'm talking the tournament... Ending danger is right of the bunker, and it's it's yeah, almost it's definitely
1: a, a can't miss. You're not going to win the golf tournament or making mistakes. Or though.
0: why don't you just blast it over the right side onto that area between the tee box on thirteen and twelve, and you can chip it or put it back up. Like in other words, play for a three and a half. Don't play for a two and a half or a three. Yeah,
1: and I, and I think that. Especially, there's another element that we can add, and that is, asterisk, when you have a one-shot lead. I mean, there may be a different shot you compute in your mind if you're trailing by one, or maybe by three, and you realize it's now or never. But, but he think got the greatest player, right. arguably, in the history of golf, one shot behind him in his group. And he goes flag hunting and and <laughs> calculates it wrong.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing. Once you get past 11, there are basically no more doubles left to be had. Uh, 12 is the last double you can easily get into if you just put it in the water. Nobody doubles 13. Um, occasionally they have. But... Other than that, so those are the things that kill you. You can make birdies and or eagles on 13 and 15, 16. By the way, I'm ready for a new pin on Sunday at 16. I know that's blasphemy to many, but that pin is too easy on Sunday, and I got to say I'm a little bit tired of the near-automatic holes in one. There, go ahead. Pillory me, pillory me, golf fans. I'm a heretic. Well,
1: actually, it's funny you bring that up because you opened with asking me if I noticed anything else, and now I'm – they had different pins. Yeah, I, I remember. I've 13 never, was farther left it. and
0: center than it normally is, which is usually front right, correct?
1: Yeah, I've never seen the pin on Sunday where it was on 8, which was front. Right. I've never seen the pin on Sunday where it was on 10, which was middle right mm-hmm. instead of back left.
0: Up on the high side near that bunker.
1: Yeah. So um, – yeah. Anyway. So I, anyway,
0: yeah. I, last add and, to this, last add to this, someone said, and they took a screenshot of it, the one footer Tiger had to mop up to win. If you were pulled out of the crowd and told Johnny Rhodes is a scratch golfer with a bad elbow and shoulder and various other middle age ailments, but a, but a scratch golfer, one foot putt, you were pulled out of the stands and Tiger said, look, I need you to finish this tournament for me. It'll be the greatest thing ever, but don't fuck it up. What are your chances of making that simple one-foot putt? 30%.
1: (laughs) Especially now. Especially (laughs) the way I'm putting right
0: now. And it'll be a scared, yippy, flippy, scrape-it-in kind of a putt, right? (laughs) Uh,
1: I mean, I'd have a better chance being bombed and blindfolded. (laughs)
0: I would have to close my eyes. I literally would. I put better closed eyes. You can't yip what you can't see. So I'd just set up over it square, and I'd close my eyes and say, the crowd will tell me all I need to know. Imagine the riot if a fan fucked up Tiger's great moment by missing a one-footer.
1: Here, buddy, you have a chance to gain my fifth green jacket, and all you have to do is go tap her in.
0: Tap, 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 tap. Like Happy Gilmore. Tap, 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 tap.
1: I'll take this offline.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's talk NFL draft. So I understand that you agree with Washington Post columnist Barry Sverluga. The Skins should trade down from number two if. A blockbuster deal is presented to them, presumably from the Dolphins, who have a ton of draft assets, that would give the Redskins the 5th, the 18th, and the 39th overall picks, just to move from 2 to 5. Is that correct?
1: Sort of. Um, okay. I Barry is a smart man, and he's a baseball guy, but it's funny how he's squashing all these football-talking heads uh, with his perspective i don't believe the dolphins are the most viable trade back option they are on paper i don't think they're coughing up three first rounders though um
0: well 39th is a second
1: true i'm sorry i i was thinking uh what was it um correct eighth 18th
0: but anyway No, no i heard fifth 18th and 39th overall Right, 5th, 5th, 18th,
1: ninth. That's right. But that's not the point, okay? The the point is, look, I think Chase Young looks awesome. Right. I hate these kids in their mama's basement (laughs) saying generational player. It's getting – it makes me want to vomit. But what if he is? He could be. He could be. You know what? Let's go with that. Let's say he is. I'm going to tell you, in the last 20 years, I want you to tell me how many defensive MVPs have been on a Super Bowl team.
0: Irre- irrelevant, Your Honor. Nope. Yes, you it is. go with me
1: here because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've got a line of questions <sighs> for you. You can't shoot me down with one.
0: Well, listen— that's a very tiny subset, Super Bowl champion? There's only one of those a year. Okay, in the Super Bowl. All right, it's still a tiny sample. Like it uh, is. I gave you 20 years. Okay, all right, so fine. It, well, I don't know what the number is. What, what was the question?
1: Let me just tell you. One player, James Harrison of the Steelers, over 12 years ago, was the only Super Bowl-winning defensive MVP. Half of these guys... Didn't even make the playoffs. I'm going to tell you now to give you more uh, recent historical data. Since 2013, remember the number three overall pick in 2013, Dion Jordan? No, I don't either. He was the Dolphins' third overall pick. He's already on his second team, and he's got ten and a half sacks in seven seasons. Generational. Let's talk about our boy Jadavian he's most likely heading for his third team number 1 overall pick in 2014 generational he's going to just
0: yeah, but destroy he's, people okay d- would you like jj watt on your team
1: yeah i well, don't then, know if i'm going to win with him now well wait a
0: minute well, okay but all right so but you're not talking about taking a quarterback over this player which no, is a whole different argument Okay, well, that's yeah. a whole different argument. Let's say that we had an open seat at quarterback and we're mulling. Do we take the defensive end or do we take a quarterback who's a risk in Tua? That's a different I'll argument. i take Chase Young. Okay, so but you're saying that Chase Young is probably – I mean, Nick Bosa made me hard as mm-hmm. a fucking wood plank watching him destroy people this yep, past year for the niners only
1: example since 2013 of a guy that made any impact on any player well joey bose is joey
0: bose the same he just was hurt last year and you don't watch a lot of charger games
1: he's had 40 overall he's had 40 total sacks in four years as the number three overall pick and what that's good the best
0: record been the, 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 the. by lee holy shit You're what's he supposed to board. do throw the ball catch sacks. the ball score points be a good coach 40 sacks in in four years is fucking yes. great i know and that has generated how many wins oh golly johnny I mean, do you like sacking the other team's quarterback because i do not if i don't get victories out of it this is not
1: fantasy football
0: well what could every little thing so what player would be better to contribute to victories at the five, eighteen, and thirty-nine spot. Yeah, I don't know. you're checking off grocery list items. Let's get Isaiah.
1: Generational tackles. How about <laughs> generational cornerbacks or wide receivers or tight ends? We have none of them.
0: You are none. hung up. You are hung up on the generational description, which I agree is a I bit. Hate it. It's a bit. It's a bit breathless. It's a bit silly, but. Look at it like, what guy has the best chance of being a 10-year stud for your team? Take they, him.
1: There are probably five Hall of Famers in this draft, minimally.
0: How do you know which ones are which? It
1: doesn't end after Chase Young. Okay. He might only be a 50-50 chance at the Hall of Fame. Why is he all of a sudden is- from planet Krypton and the rest <laughs> of these guys are common folk? What is that all about? Because of scouting. They've scouted him.
0: They've scouted him. They've looked at his game. They've analyzed him. I mean, the consensus on Chase Young is unbelievable.
1: Okay. Well, then put me down on record as saying, if he's not, and by that I mean not just gaining fantasy sacks, I mean Lawrence Taylor's disruptive, (laughs) causing, wreaking havoc Giving us multiple or double-digit wins per year, this will be a bust, a massive oh my God.
0: bust. Okay, we've uh,
1: got how many first-round picks do we have on our D-line right now? We won one last year for a guy named Montez Sweat, whose write-up was very similar well, to Chase Young. Eh, I
0: mean, late I'll first, pull it up late first you know rounder. I he was—I know—he was not rated as high as Chase Young.
1: No, no, not even, Superman wasn't rated as high as <laughs> Chase Young. This is a little bit over the top, but okay. I mean,
0: so so, all right. Well, what is the point of drafting second? Uh, let me ask that question because to me, if I'm just saying, fellas, if I'm in charge of my team's war room, I'd say, listen, we're drafting second. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to get a 10 year player who makes Pro Bowls consistently and. We don't fuck it up. We can't fuck it up. We have the number two pick. We are selecting from the creme de la creme of this year's draft class. Don't Mm -hmm. fuck it up. That's my perception of the second overall pick. Not everyone thinks of it that way. They don't think in terms of don't fuck it up. They think in terms of, well, if there's not some super califragilistic guy, then you might as well scooch down and take a bunch of other dudes.
1: Right, I just don't view the rest of the draft as a bunch of other dudes. Okay. This is one of the deepest drafts I've seen in a long time. and
0: It's got some I... sexy players in it, especially wideouts. Would you move down to five and take a wideout like Jerry Judy?
1: Uh, again, I, don't bl- I love Judy. I think he's going to go down as one of the greatest wide receivers of all time.
0: What about CeeDee Lamb?
1: A little bit different, a little bit more like Cadillac to me. What about
0: Isaiah Simmons?
1: I like him. Um, what about the think,
0: guard or the tackle whose name I've forgotten already?
1: Well, you've got from Georgia, you've got five of them. You, you want, mm-hmm. um, I, I would go look again. I don't think we'd be at five. I don't think Miami is moving up.
0: Okay. So where would um, we, where would we be in your trade down scenario?
1: So I've got five situations with you for, I'll go five to the one that I thinkable
0: options. Hold, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about here?
1: <laughs> yes. I, I'll go with the one that I think is the most viable and some of their actions that they've had off season kind of, kind of um, show that or kind of relay that that might be what they're doing. And that's the chargers. Um, The chargers did not get aggressive in quarterback. um, And the chargers have a good amount of draft capital. Um, So we have to, if we're rebuilding, we have to also look at 2021. Um, and so in this scenario, I traded two to the Chargers for their sixth, thirty seventh, seventy first, and their first round pick next year. And with that, I came out with Okuda, Josh Jones, A corner, l-
0: A left tackle, corner.
1: Yep, I could have had. I could have taken someone else there. By the way. I could have taken. um, Bro, you say
0: you say you don't believe in the franchise defensive end. I really don't believe in the franchise cornerback. Okay, there's been a lot of really good, been a lot of really good corners who haven't moved the needle one fucking lick on the teams that have drafted them.
1: You want Judy there? He's available.
0: No, because I think we're fine at wide receiver. We really need to There's
1: the problem. There we go. uh, Here we we go. Realize that we just had a rookie. And we don't view, we don't notice all the sophomore slumps in the NFL. So we just. Bro, had a McLaurin rookie.
0: is the truth, and these okay, other so kids, by these other kids can play. I it all is right. not a wide receiver is not a priority. Tight end is, but there is no real yep. kick ass tight end in the draft.
1: Disagree. Four of them.
0: Well, I hear who's weak at tight end. Tell me who you like.
1: Well, I agree it's not deep, but I think the top four are are Pro, pro Bowl potential i love commit i love troutman um yeah i but there's no tight like, end
0: worth taking in the top 15 is my point
1: i agree with that okay yeah by the way yeah, what
0: I, I, what number option are we on right now
1: that was the first
0: oh okay that's first all right Mr. hold on president yeah that <laughs> is the <me. laughs> pollution <Person> in <Springfield. laughs> Has reached crisis levels. <laughs> I hate this joke. <laughs> Everything's crisis decent, end of the world. That nobody opens with a joke. I miss Danny DeVito.
1: You want a joke, huh?
0: Stop me if you've heard this one. <laughs> ah, look at those angry eyes, and those <laughs> giant teeth. It's like Christmas at the Kennedy compound. You know, sir, when you made me head of the EPA. You were applauded for appointing one of the most successful men in America to the least successful agency in government. And why did I take the job? Because I'm a rich man who wanted to give something back. Not the money, but something. Not the money! So here is our chance to kick some ass for Mother Earth. I'm listening. Well, I've narrowed we your choices down to five unthinkable options. Each will cause untold misery. i pick number three. You don't even want to read them first? I was elected to lead, not to read. Number three. (laughs) All right, Johnny's five options. That was option one. The Chargers is your dance partner. Option two, because we got to keep moving here. And option two. All right,
1: let's go with the Jaguars. This is not going to blow your skirt up. They only gave us three things in return. They gave us their ninth, their 20th, and their 42nd. Okay.
0: Who are they taking Uh, it to? Young. Question, they No, they went ahead and took Tua. By the way, where are you getting these things from? Is there a website? Draft- it's an
1: awesome website. It's Pro Football Network Mock Draft Simulator. Oh, and God. each team has the opportunity to go in there and put in what they would or would not do. For instance, when I go into the Dolphins and try to trade and get all that draft capital, I get denied every time.
0: Ah, oh, interesting. So they shoot it down. They're like, sorry, but Vinny <laughs> Serrato is no longer working in the league. Exactly. This trade will not be approved. <laughs> Bill O'Brien ain't our GM. <laughs> yeah, right. right. The software is written to only accept those dumbass trades if Bill O'Brien's involved. Otherwise, no yeah. chance. Okay. Yeah, so Good to know I'm that. All right. Do is, Option is two is the song. Jaguars. All right. Yeah. Option three.
1: Well, hold on. So the Jags. The Jags went up to two, and they took Tua, and we got 9, 20, and 42, and we got Isaiah Simmons, Austin Jackson, which is the left tackle. Let's not just say O tackle. As many good tackles as there are in the draft, there's only about three viable left tackles. Thanks, Trent.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, T. Higgins, Prince uh, Wonago, and then I won't go Most any further. Um, All
0: right, option three.
1: Raiders, they wanted Chase. They moved up to two. It gave us 12, 19, 80, and 81. Does not solve our second round uh, void.
0: 12, but 19, and 81 for the second overall?
1: 12, 19,
0: 80, and 81. Uh, even still, even with the 80 and 81, those are damn near third round picks.
1: Yeah, you want to pudge? Let me tell you what I got out of this.
0: No, fuck that. Well, go ahead.
1: Makai Beckham.
0: Don't know Jedrick who he
1: Willis, is. Jedrick Willis, the top two tackles in the draft. All right. 12 and I know Jedrick Willis. Okay. Michael Pittman, wide receiver out of USC. Adam Troutman, the best pass-catching tight end in the draft. End out of Florida, uh Zuniga. No idea who that is. Our boy, <laughs> our boy uh, smoot loves this kid, Cam Dansler, 108 at 108, cornerback uh, out of Mississippi State.
0: Okay. Of course. Okay. I won't go
1: any deeper on that one.
0: All right, option uh, four. Well, you
1: know that Ronnie Rivera's got to pick up the phone to call his old team.
0: The Carolina Panthers. Carolina wants chase. They
1: gave up their seventh. They're 38th, they're 69th, and they're 2021 first-round pick. Mm. We got Jerry Judy. We got Marlon Davidson, the other D-end out of Auburn. We got the O-tackle from Auburn. We got Adam Troutman. We got Bryce Hall from Virginia, the the cornerback.
0: And finally, Um, trade option number five has run through the pro football. What is it again? Pro
1: football. Football Network.
0: Pro Football Network tra- Mock Draft Trade Simulator.
1: Mock Draft Simulator. Okay. You'll like it. I've only done about 6,000. during
0: <laughs> Spending your quarantine t- hours wisely. <laughs> yeah, during the quarantine. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, this one was the Jets who also wanted Chase Young. They gave us their 11th, 48th, 68th, and their 2021st first-round pick. We got Henry Ruggs. We got Delpit, the safety out of LSU. We got our boy Prince again. We got Troutman again. We got Chase Claypool, the wide receiver from Notre Dame. Guess what, man? If you don't like Haskins at 142, Jake Fromm was just sitting there.
0: Oh, fuck I grabbed him. Jake Fromm, he stinks.
1: But don't, I, that's why he's sitting there
0: at 142. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and then there's the option. Then there's the option of sitting tight and taking Chase Young. It all is clear to me now, Johnny. You love Mm -hmm. football. You love the Redskins so much. You love the draft that the prospect of getting four presents instead of one present is too appealing. I understand totally now why you want to trade down. You want more presents under the tree at Christmas, and I don't blame you. But But there's
1: some color behind that. But there's
0: but there's guess what? There's uh those those other presents, they're gonna fucking break. They're gonna be like the slot car track racing thing where it works great for two hours on Christmas morning and then the cars never stay on the track. They don't Mm -hmm. move. You know?
1: And that's and that's fair. I look, here's the thing. I'm in a unique spot here. And and compared to previous years, I don't dislike Chase Young. I think he's going to be a Pro Bowl player. I I'm so pissed off at guys. uh, Trent Williams. He's kind of got us over the barrel right now because without this contractual situation, we could we wouldn't have to even think about addressing left tackle, and we haven't even traded him yet. So we pick at two, and then we sit back and wait until day three. No, late day two at pick 66. If you get me back in the second round, somehow, I'll feel a lot better about Chase, okay? I just, we have a lot of needs. No, we're not going to rebuild the team in one draft. I understand that. Um, But I'd also like to see our our quarterback stay on his feet, you know?
0: I mean, I don't know
1: what they're going to do about the O-line.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Do you hear where uh, apparently Mike Garafolo on the NFL Network said an NFL GM spent nearly ten grand to upgrade his internet and Wi-Fi? Just for the draft in his house, ten grand. Mike
1: Mike Garofalo needs to upgrade his brain.
0: <laughs> but but I mean, if that's true, isn't that funny? Because you work in in the world of internet and fiber. You've slung fiber before for uh, big corporate America. That's too much money to spend just to upgrade your goddamn internet, don't you think?
1: No question. I'll give you one word. Go check it out. Maybe they'll pay me for the endorsement. Orby. Orby. Orbi, look it up you know the the big 86 intro i've got in my basement i've been streaming i've got two screens at my office at home and i have to do zoom meetings all day my my bandwidth is robust
0: all right very good uh, have you watched any of tiger king buddy
1: <laughs> i have and i've had to kind of put it on pause every time one of my twins uh comes downstairs. To you, don't want,
0: to it. you don't want them to watch it, do you? Holy it's shit. a
1: train wreck, man.
0: I know, you can't It makes turn me away. feel
1: better about myself.
0: Yeah, and uh what they do to those beautiful animals is sickening. So I, I, I hate them all, My wife actually. won't watch it. I hate them all. There, there's no good... And when I wa- watched Tiger King 8 on Sunday night, which was the Joel McHale, like, what are the cast members doing now? it pissed me off because he kind of normalized them by yeah. talking about well, how's your life now you're like a big star and I'm like fuck you they're all complicit they were all at this zoo where they would shoot tigers in the head because they didn't have enough rotten Walmart meat to fucking feed them fuck That's them all sickening. to the moon and back and I would have never had this attitude until I got a dog Johnny <laughs> I am now that guy
1: I agree man Can
0: I look at animals
1: soon. we will
0: soon as soon as these uh, commie governors that are <sighs> drunk on power get off their high horse, it'll all unravel. It's all going to unravel sooner than you think because it can't hold. I'm telling you. You watch. The unraveling yeah. has begun. I hope so. All right, Johnny boy. We'll talk soon. You're the best. God love you. See you later. See. All right. Let's end on this. So, you know, part of this whole we all got to lock down and get the virus under control thing is because we want to protect the most vulnerable out there in society. And, and I get it. You know, this virus hits hard for people over 70, 75, especially with pre-existing conditions. It also kills otherwise young, healthy people or healthy-ish people at a, a rate that's more than is acceptable and is frightening to everybody. I mean, when a 48-year-old photographer from the New York post goes down it, it just highlights it, you know, and there's a lot of policemen that have gone down. There's younger doctors in their forties and fifties that have, succ- I mean, it's, I don't dismiss the severity of it, but the whole point is, well, we got to do drastic measures at, at any cost to protect the old people. Okay. Meet 93 year old Olive Veranosi of Seminole, Pennsylvania. She held up a sign in her window asking for more beer holding an empty Coors Light can. I need more beer, she said. Well, guess what? Coors Light stepped up and they sent her 150 more cans of the Silver Bullet. She then made a sign that said, got more beer. She's 93 years old. I don't think she gives two shits about the Rona. I don't think she's scurred at all. The only thing she was scurred about is, well, running out of beer. And now she's all stocked up. Good for her. But then you see this story and you're like, oh, okay. All right, then. God bless her. That will be a wrap for today. Thank you for downloading. Remember to download the ZabeCast app. It is absolutely free. It congregates all of your ZabeCast episodes in one place. You can subscribe to Fridays, meaning you can get five days of me, not just four. And it's not free, but it's cheap at about 16 cents a day. I appreciate everybody who does. Rate and review, so the algorithms smile upon us and tell a friend who likes good things in their ears. Have a great Tuesday, and we will see you tomorrow.